0: let's move beyond your comfort zone and into your genius zone, because it's time to tap into the higher wisdom within you, your higher genius. I'm your host, Christy Turley, author of the book, The Intuition-Led Business, serial entrepreneur, and intuitive intelligence expert. Imagine the possibilities when you can make better decisions and create practical and sustainable solutions using the power of your intuition, your higher genius. This is the Higher Genius Podcast. celebrating the launch of my first new book called The Intuition-Led Business, Navigating Business in Uncharted Waters. It's now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and more. Um, Also through my website, intuitionledbusiness.com and christyturley.com. And what I wanted to do today is share the introduction and the chapter, the first chapter, with you today. Uh, It's an exciting time for me. Uh, This feels like the culmination of so much work over the last 20 years, as well as a new beginning, a new chapter, pun intended, um, in living more fully into my purpose and sharing my gifts in branding and marketing in a whole new way. And I'll tell you more about that later. Um, first, though, I thought it would be interesting to share with you. This is episode 45, and a lot of times I feel like God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it sends me messages through numbers, and it's, it's similar to like if you look at the clock just at the right time, and it's 1111. It's kind of like that, okay, and when I have this idea to record this episode uh, with me reading the, the, the chapters, I thought, hmm, that's interesting because my next, my next number of my podcast is 45. And so numbers have symbolism. And when you add four and five together, you get nine. Nine is symbolic of, um, the following, the limited and the limitless experience and virtue, as well as completion. And, um, you know, it makes sense, you know, one through nine, nine is the last number before the sequence starts again with 10 with the one. And it also is symbolic of God and the universe. And I feel like, um, that is especially, um, interesting because this book feels like I said, like the next chapter of fulfilling my purpose and the reason why I came here to earth. So, um, sit back, relax. If you're driving, that's okay, too. You're going to have a a great ride ahead of you. And um, let's go ahead and dive in. Okay. Dedicated to my cherished sweetheart, Jared, and our two miracle daughters. Albert Einstein said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Introduction. The Road Not Taken. If this book has made it into your hands, you are at a crossroads. You have a magnificent choice to make, to continue working as you have in the past, or to upgrade your business and life into something far more glorious than you can imagine. Your decision is to keep moving on your path by default or to create your new path, your path of destiny. My purpose for this book is to create an easy to understand process for opening up one's intuition in the shortest amount of time possible so that entrepreneurs who really want to make a bold impact in the world can do that and fast. I have done a great amount of research while diving into this topic of opening up my intuition and honing my spiritual senses in the last few years. It hasn't been easy to learn. That is why I desire to make it easier for you. I know that there's nothing else I could have studied that would have been as important in helping my own business grow and my clients' businesses grow. Intuition is that secret weapon that propels business success even faster than one can imagine. If you've been in a dark place in your life or business, feeling chained or defeated in your business and sensing that things are no longer working the way they used to, that is the universe giving you a wake up call. Life's journeys can bring us to new and uncharted waters and they can also leave us treading water Learning to tap into your intuition and strengthening it as you would a muscle is the prescription. The answers you're seeking are found in the stillness. By seeing the unseen, exploring what's beneath the surface, and noticing what is not there. The following Robert Frost poem makes me emotional every time I read it because I know it's truth that small decisions can lead to great diversions from your path. Small things become big things. The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth, then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black, Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence. I told you I get emotional. Two roads diverged in a wood. And I. I took the one less traveled by and that has made all the difference. Wow. Frost stands at the fork in the road and reflects on what he desires. When we're so busy doing and achieving, we tend to forget and see if what we're headed toward what we is what we truly desire. We can be lured by shiny objects that seem to carry promise for our future, but really lack meaning, and lead to dead ends of wasted time. We tend to put our trust in friends, colleagues, experts, or information outside of us, instead of relying on what we have inside of us, our own inner voice. When we do this, we give away our power. Your inner voice speaks softly, and lovingly. It doesn't sound like your mom or dad saying, you should do this, or this is working for everyone else, or this is the only way. There's a huge difference between instinct and intuition. Your instincts are rooted in survival, conditioning, generational patterns, and safety. Intuition isn't the voice that originates from the ego that this is the way we've always done it or believed. The best definition of ego I've ever heard is from Dr. Wayne Dyer who explained that E-G-O, ego, stands for edging God out. And that sums it up. Instinct is without a God and intuition is with God. Intuition is a voice that sounds like a loving, much wiser version of yourself one that has a divine spark to her words, a pinprick of truth, and she's so quiet you could miss her. Intuition can go by many names, the still small voice, the spirit, the Holy Ghost, God speaking to you, the higher self, and more. Choose the meaning that is most aligned to you, but for purposes of this book, I will refer to it as intuition. We all have three types of knowledge, see figure one. What you know, you know, things like the English language, one plus one equals two, the sky is blue. What you know, you don't know, fluency in Latin, the exact number of people on the planet at any given time, your sole purpose. What you don't know, you don't know. Most of the mysteries of the universe fall into this. What others see in us that we don't, what's in our blind spot hidden subconscious beliefs. This represents the largest chunk of knowledge. The point of opening and strengthening your intuition is to confirm what you know and see what's in your blind spot, what you don't know you don't know from your higher wisdom so that you can live your most fulfilled life. When you miss hearing that intuitive voice, you can end up feeling unfulfilled in life and stuck in the constant hamster wheel of striving. In Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Matthew Broderick's character says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. When you do look around once in a while and become great at listening to your intuition and acting upon it, you feel in the flow of life and synchronicities happen. Best of all, work does not feel like work. L.P. Jack said, a master in the art of living draws no sharp distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his education and his recreation. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence through whatever he is doing and leaves others to determine whether he is working or playing. To himself, he always appears to be doing both. Maybe you love what you're doing, and if that's the case, bravo. Perhaps you feel that it can be better than it already is. That's when opening up your intuition and listening to it can help you bring so much more fulfillment. Learning the language of your intuition is like learning any skill, and I'm so excited for you to discover this amazing power inside you. Your only obstacle is yourself, your subconscious beliefs, your thoughts, your attitude, your relationship with your intuition, and your actions. Join me as we journey together to open up the greatest depths of yourself, your most innovative business plans, and a renewed enthusiasm for your life and business. Chapter one, what's in your highest good? Are you addicted to being busy? Or do you even brag about how busy you are? Did anyone ever tell you that you're an overachiever and you took it as a compliment? Perhaps you take pride in being a perfectionist and you think that's a good thing. As entrepreneurs, we're born leaders and high performers. We're not wired like everyone else. We can act like the Energizer Bunny and we just keep going and going and going. Sooner or later, some of us learn the hard way that we cannot continue down this path and expect fulfillment and happiness. The universe slaps us with a proverbial two by four as a way to tell us to slow down or head down another path. If you haven't had a loving slap from the universe in a while, then consider this your very gentle wake up call since this book has made it into your hands. We must learn to harness the power of silence or be compelled to create inner stillness by the invisible forces of the universe. Life taught me the hard way how to slow down. A few years ago, my husband and I had been struggling to start a family for seven years. We experienced a major emotional roller coaster of ups and downs. We tried everything from Western and Eastern medicine, acupuncture, naturopaths, IV therapy, endocrinologists, fertility specialists, except the one thing that would ultimately be the success. Through fervent prayer and a lot of willful resistance, we finally decided to invest in a very invasive procedure. I experienced a roller coaster of physical symptoms and my husband and I felt alternating emotions of excitement and disappointment. After seven years and all the financial investment, I didn't get pregnant and our hearts were broken. It felt like death the end of a family line, and the end of hope for the future. To make matters worse, the doctor told me it was my fault because I was so stressed. I spiraled into a depression that lasted for weeks, vacillating from defeat to anger, hopelessness, and punishing, and then back and forth, rinse, repeat. My husband was going through a similar situation, and we did not know how to help each other. I later learned that the stress created from going through infertility was, according to the psychological and medical professions, equal to the stress intensity experienced by cancer patients. That really surprised me. When I discovered this, I finally allowed myself compassion. I gave myself time to heal, to reflect, and to discover the power of silence. One day, Still reeling from the sense of defeat and loss, I followed a hunch, which turned out to be my intuition, guiding me to the ideal doctor with a highly advanced and unconventional approach to infertility. Shortly after that, our first daughter was born. She was a miracle born from the power of intuition. We named her Grace because on the other side of chaos, on the other side of struggle, exists a very sweet victory and lesson that can enrich our lives if we let it. As Napoleon Hill describes, every adversity, every failure, every heartache carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. How most entrepreneurs operate. Most entrepreneurs are doing business using only two eyes. Instead of four eyes. When we magnify our vision by putting on new eyeglass frames, we see our business in a new way. Figure two represents how most entrepreneurs do business only using the two eyes or the two letter eyes. See what I did there? Identity, driven by the entrepreneur's background, the team, and the brand identity. Influence. Achieved with an attractive brand identity, persuasive brand positioning, and proper promotion. In figure two, identity is at the foundation of the mountain, and influence is at the peak of the mountain. As we connect to ourselves, God, and the unseen, represented by the diamond in figure three, through alignment to our personal 42 degrees, discussed more fully in a later chapter, We access a deeper and more meaningful purpose in business and life. When we do this, our triangle moves to the right. We include God, our higher self, and receive magnified information to help us lead with intuition into the unknown. In this new triangle, identity, now both your brand identity and your true soul identity, and intuition are at the foundation. At the peak, is something even better than influence. It's impact. Something else happens too. A spark lights up your entire soul and purpose. We move from a soul desire to leave a mark and achieve influence, status, and income to a desire to create something greater than oneself. In the process, we create a tremendous ripple effect because we're shining even brighter than before in complete alignment with our soul identity, spiritual gifts, purpose, and all that we're meant to become. To achieve impact, navigate uncharted waters, and accomplish something that may have never been done before, we must learn to chart a course. This acronym chart stands for C. Connection with God, Yourself, who you are, your purpose, and others. H, humility, as in asking, how can I be a good steward of my gifts, business, team, and customers? And then A, allowing the answers that come, recognizing them when they do, and staying open-minded about the implications. R, recalibrate your beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors to be in alignment with the answers you've received. T, turn your ship and take guided action. What we tend to do is the opposite of sitting in the silent and the stillness. After all, we're entrepreneurs and wired very differently. We're made like warriors seeking to meet the challenge and slay it head on. When we get stressed out, We have the tendency to grind it out, work our fingers to the bone, and get to the bottom of the to-do pile. As fast as we're trying to work, we get confused easily as the brain goes into fight mode and doesn't work as quickly as when it's calm. We're not as creative when we're stressed. We can feel like we have dozens of arms reaching to pull us in multiple directions. Sooner or later, flight mode sets in. Personally, I just want to go binge watch something and then tell everyone to go you know where. Maybe you can relate. It seems like we're trying to run a short, high-powered sprint, but doing it all day long. That sort of energy is not meant for the marathon of a workday. Drinking coffee or diet soda can seem like a good idea, but it often makes it worse. It feels really invigorating and energizing at first, and then the energy starts to wane And your energy crashes suddenly. I'm here to tell you that when the temptation to work like this comes, and it will sooner or later when there's a huge deadline or many events converging all at once, don't engage in this old school trap. Instead, change your paradigm and tap into a different kind of energy. This change feels like I am enough, I have enough. Ask your intuition. What needs to get done today and what can wait? Ask it, what's in my highest good to complete for myself or others? What's in my highest good to cancel or reschedule? What's in my highest good to work on next? Is this seeming chaos happening for a reason so I can choose a different way? Instead of working from a predetermined to-do list, it's a constant check in with your intuition all day long. I know productivity experts say, eat that frog, proverbial frog that is the most unpleasant task on your list for the day. They say this because supposedly you feel better when the difficulties are behind you and you feel like you can do anything. I disagree. When I start the day with projects that light me up, feed my soul, and give me joy, Nothing really feels like a frog after that. It's so much easier to work on tasks or projects that may have appeared unpleasant before because I'm on a roll. This is what works for me. Ask yourself what works for you. Stop using other people's productivity hacks and tips and start listening to what works best for you by asking your intuition. If nothing lights you up, ask yourself why. Ask yourself what would light me up. Keep asking yourself what questions until you can get to the bottom of the onion layers and have a huge aha moment. Case study, Sarah. Sarah expressed she didn't want to offer one-on-one services to her clients anymore. It didn't light her up. Instead of suggesting replacement strategies, I asked why. She told me because she feels that she's meant to be a leader of many, as opposed to just helping some people one-on-one. I asked, why again? She answered because she loves to speak on stage, on webinars, and wants to make a big difference. I asked, why do you think you can make a big difference with people on stage? Well, she realized she couldn't go as deep as she needed to make a big difference. She realized that she needs that one-on-one time to help the clients make a deep and lasting change in their lives and uncover what's blocking them. I asked, well, what's needed to change with her one-on-one work so it can light her up again? And we discovered she was getting burnt out with certain types of clients and not feeling compensated well enough. Through more discovery and asking her intuition the right questions, She found that she's a leader of many and she's a transformational one-on-one coach. She's both, not one or the other. Her investment levels for one-on-one coaching have been increased, so she can go as deep as she wants with clients and feel well compensated too. When she pushed back on raising her prices a little, I kept asking why. It turns out she had some proverbial weeds in her garden about not feeling worthy enough to charge higher prices. She now uses her work to spread her message to a wider group and to help her identify the cream of the crop ideal clients for her one-on-one work. She loves helping people with businesses as I do. And if she can help them transform, the business owner or the entrepreneur has a significant ripple effect going out into the world, transforming the lives of their family, their team, and their customers. She's making a huge change in the world, even though, even when she's working one-on-one with someone because they are leaders that touch hundreds of thousands of lives. Sometimes it isn't the big moves that change the world. It can be the simple adjustments that can make a huge impact. End chapter. So if you'd like to receive this Introduction and first chapter in PDF. I invite you to go to my website, the intuition led And I also invite you to to buy this book, buy the paperback, buy the Kindle, um, soon to be on Audible. And I, I hope that it changes your life. This information has definitely changed my life. And how I started this, the beginning of this episode, you know, looking for a breakthrough, your one idea away from a million dollars and making a bold impact. Do you realize what creates those ideas? It's you and it's your connection with your higher power. They don't just happen by happenstance. They happen when you apply this information with intention. So that is my hope. That is my prayer and uh, we'll see you next time. I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a like, comment, and or review. Every interaction, whether on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, helps this podcast to reach more people like you. Thank you for tuning in to the Higher Genius Podcast.